Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Shenanigans. And thank you guys for listening today. We are joined by two guests. We've got my fiance, Brock Davies. Hey, honey. And Little Miss Summer Moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> hi. So we were going to try and do this on her nap time, but we like to try and time our drives around her nap time. So Nap times and poops. Yes, literally. <laughs> nap times and poops. Last night, we <laughs> took a drive just so this child could poop. Because just every time she's in the car, she's my little predictable pooper, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it had been a few days and we're like, you know what? We've been feeding her more solids now. Like, we got to take this kid for a drive to get it out. And it worked. So we are now on week three of summer not latching. And the other day, I had to be milked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going there? Yeah. You were, I woke up. With my fiance crying in, in the, the shower. shower. It was so painful. So I don't know if it was like a clogged milk duct or they were engorged or whatever, but it was just the one side, my, as I call it, the snack boob. And the night before, it was bothering me a little bit. I pumped. It still felt hard. I pumped again. It was still bothering me. And then I wake up in the morning and I'm like, Oh my God, like something is not right. She hasn't latched for three weeks now. I'm just pumping. And I guess that's just a different suction. And I don't know, something happened. It was very painful. And I was like, honey, remember your days on the farm? <laughs> I was a dairy boy. When you had to milk cows. Real quickly, <laughs> we didn't always like have to hand milk cows. We're not like back in the day. We had, but yes, I understand mm-hmm. when we needed to pull on some titties. Yeah. We, so, <laughs> and I had to do it. I'm like in the shower, I put hot water on it, a heat pad. I'm trying to pump. It was just like I was trying everything, and he had to milk me a couple times that day. I gave you a breast and massage. I um, wouldn't. I wouldn't say I milked you. Well, when you were massaging me, it was squirting out all over was, the pillow. It was like the Bellagio water fountain just. <laughs> 
Yes, Sama that's what it, it felt too. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's still not latching. I've gotten over trying. I couldn't take the rejection anymore. After like two weeks, I was just like, you know what? I think I'm just going to pump for as long as I can. My new goal is now to just make it to 11 months. Her pediatrician said if we can get to 11 months, then she can go to whole milk after that. And that would be good. Babe, everything you're doing from delivering her, taking you you are amazing and well done, honey. Well, thank you. And the amount of effort you're like right now, you don't have to. You can go to formula, but you really, no, you're really I, stuck I on really on I really don't want to go to formula. I don't know why I'm so against it because, I mean, you know, if we go a surrogate route next time, like our baby's just going to probably be on formula. But I just, I think because I'm still so very fortunate that I'm still producing as much as I am. I'm like, why am I going to stop for like selfish reasons or anything? Like this is what's best for her. I'm going to keep going as long as I can. But when doctor said 11 months, I was like, okay, we've got an end date. She's not latching. And I was talking to our neighbors down in San Diego. So we are surrounded by the most amazing people down in San Diego. Yeah, my, our neighbors are pretty great. Yeah. yeah, and I was talking to her about her breastfeeding journey, and she's now pregnant again. They have a two-year-old, and we were just saying about the, how every child is different, and some kids stop latching on their own, some want it longer, and I was like, look, I'm trying to just see. In hindsight, I know for me emotionally, it was hard when she stopped latching, but I know that it's going to be easier in the long run instead of you know me being done at a year and her being like no I still need the boob to go to sleep you avoided that part of the yeah yeah because that was one of the things where I'm like how am I ever gonna stop if I'm still producing it still soothes her she still needs that part of me Got how it. am I ever going to stop but she made that decision for me we just had her telemed appointment with her pediatrician and he was like look if you could just do three more months of pumping that is all she needs and I'm like all right we've got like 200 ounces in the freezer. I can keep doing this every day. I will enjoy these last few months of having boobs for possibly the last time in my life. How your season started and how you mentally felt the whole journey. Yeah, someone's got something to say. <laughs> you look phenomenal. Your Thanks, health is well. You're taking care of yourself really well. So I take my hat off to you, baby. And so does Summer. Well, thank you. And uh, yeah, another reason I wanted to keep breastfeeding was for our trip in Hawaii. I thought I was like, it's going to be so much easier if I'm still nursing her when we're on vacation. And then literally the week before was when she stopped latching. But I want to give a shout out to LV. They have a cordless, wireless, doesn't have any of the tubes breast pump that literally just sits in your bra and it just pumps you like we were at on the airplane we were at dinner like that is my new nursing on the go it is absolutely amazing they're like 500 bucks but i'm telling you it is worth every dollar because that has made me want to continue pumping for her because it is still just as easy it's as so putting easy, her on right? the boob. And it's, it's, so got, it's got all the stats. It's like stat that from the NFL show. Like you've literally got on your phone on the app, it tells you how many ounces it's pumped. Yeah, it's, it's so cool. It has the app cool. that links to it. So it's like it'll shut off when the bottle's full and then it tells you how much and how long you've been going. It's really fucking cool. So uh, shout out to Alvi. But um, yeah, Hawaii. We just got back. Summer had her first Christmas. 
you know, obviously she doesn't really get Christmas yet. Like she next did, year. She did get unwrapping. Oh, she yeah. She was a champion at the wrapping. Oh, yeah. She is like the little apart. Hulk with like napkins, wrapping paper, <laughs> tissue. She just tears it up. So she definitely had fun with that. But like next year will be our first year that we really play Santa and do all of that. So when, you, when it comes to playing Santa, how old do kids realize? Like when do you start tricking them? You mean like telling them about like, Santa? Yeah, when they start, I guess, is that from... from well, two? yeah, from like the beginning. Like, I mean, even she didn't know I anything, only, but I was talking about Santa this Christmas. I was like, Summer, look, Santa ate the cookie. I could only imagine like <laughs> yeah. her development from from then for another year. Like, okay. And oh, I totally. Canna, so, no, yeah. I, I can't wait. And kids like, you know, that age, like she'll be a year and a half next Christmas. I mean, she's going to be understanding more. She's going to be communicating more with us. So... Yeah, I think next Christmas will be so much fun to just see her. Oh, my God, she's going to be running around. She's crawling now. Oh, she's a little trooper. Thank you for, for her, honey. Thank you for her. She She's great. She's our little miracle baby. She and is amazing. She looks just like her older sister, too. She really does. Like, I mean, you, honey, you really have a type. Because, I mean, their genetics being matched up the same, but, like... Wow, the girls really do look I, alike. And and you know what? Their namesake where like there was an issue about it in this season. I'm actually really excited to for them to meet and then for them to be like, look, we have this connection that yeah, they might not be raised in the same household, but I want them to have that connection. And when they see each other, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be like, Oh, yeah, that's that's my sister. Yeah, totally. I mean when Winter was her age. Like, I mean, the resemblance is just crazy. And then even when she was a little older, I'm like, that is what summer is going to look like when she gets older. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. Because I look at her and I just see me. Like, I very rarely see you. But then when I see Winter, I'm like, oh, my God. She obviously, she is your daughter. (laughs) My baby girl. Yeah. So we're down in San Diego for a couple days. We've been hanging out with our neighbors, just enjoying our time down on the beach. And the other night we had our neighbors, Mike and Cheryl over, who are our older neighbors, like 60s and 80s. And we absolutely love them. They are like our best friends down in San Diego. We do dinner dates with them all the time. If you guys have watched my vlogs, you've definitely seen them. You know what would be fun, honey? We need to have them on the podcast. Exactly. I was about to say that. Oh Get out my of my head. God. No, Mike, y'all, he is a legend. We need to do that. He would have so many. I mean, he's what, 82? Babe, he has the best stories. He would have so many good stories. I sit outside with him and we just chat. He went to high school in like the 50s. He planted these palm trees out the front of our house. Oh my, wait, what? This whole bay was the swampland when Mm -hmm. he moved in and they planted the palm trees and then they were taking care of them and now they're huge. Oh my god! And now the now the council's taken over, and then they don't trim him. But yeah, yeah. they have a problem. But he he's an OG of not just our neighborhood of San Diego. Do you want to know a real fun story? We can talk about. It. I think we should do a podcast because I him, think we should. Him, his best friend is Jack. Like Jack in the Box from Jack, Jack. in the yeah, like Jack in the Box Jack. And yeah. guess what? Guess who came up with Jack? Jack? No. Mike? Mike. Mike what? was the marketing manager. He came Stop. in from marketing and he created. <laughs> you right, Summer? Summer can't believe it. <laughs> he created Jack. Oh my God. Okay. But he's very, he's very humble about it. Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't pry, but we found it out from our other neighbors last night. Wow. Let's get him on. That would okay. be a fun story. I think in the next few weeks, so we're going to be back spending a lot of time down in San Diego now that we have wrapped season nine. 
you know, Brock is playing oh. rugby down here for the San Diego Legion team, working on homebody from home. So we have a lot of time to be down here. And I definitely think we should do an episode like that. That it would be so, so yeah. fun. It's, they came over last night and we watched, we watched the episode. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted to wrap up. 2021 as this is the last episode of the year it's new year's it Eve. is isn't it was it was yeah oh no no no, no. this podcast is yeah. the last podcast episode of the year not the show got it we still got a few more of no, we, got more. <laughs> we yeah we're not done yet honey so i wanted to wrap up 2021 by setting the record straight and addressing some things that came out this week on Instagram that I don't know if you want to apologize or clear up what you said if you were just trying to be funny but a lot of people didn't find it funny. Was this on that that Harry Jowsey. <sighs> Let's start with Ask me the questions and I'll your answer. comments on the Harry Jowsey podcast and then I want to get into some things that were said in the episode this week. What did I say? Well, I can play it for you. Let's play it. <laughs> uh, fuck, uh, what we got? <clears throat> my biggest, my biggest pet peeve, and we're gonna speak about it on yours some more, so you can come listen to the the deep of it. It's just like there's a spin on the storylines that come out, and it's like we said before, like it's one version or the other. But it's like, look, real quickly, I'm not gonna pay <clears throat> for my photo shoot or my wedding, sorry, from my business account. Like right. I said, I spent four hundred grand your on building it out. Not the wedding. So my engagement slash wedding was gonna cost me a fair amount. We it got cancelled because of covid restrictions we couldn't get the venue on the time and then they spun it and it's coming out this week it was spun out as if i couldn't afford to do any of this and she's like brox i spent so There's much so money many scenes where she's saying i spent so much money on like my homebody brand at a photo shoot and all this shit yeah but i can't afford to take care of my wife which fast forward six months to today yeah. turns out she can't afford to take care of her husband oh fiance <laughs> uh, t oh it's not my problem right? her cookie wasn't Oh, that was it? Um, well, yeah. it cut off there. Look, I definitely need to work on my word of choice. Yeah. Let's break that down a little bit, eh? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how summer feels. That's what's, uh, yeah, I, I the have... The cookie comment, honey. I have some animosity towards her. I understand that, but I really she's do. going through a lot right now. Now, here's the thing. Right now, for the last... Since she's been dealing with this, I take my hat off to her. Don't get me wrong. I take my hat yeah. off to her because I can't what she's imagine doing, being a single mom. What she's doing now is harder than what she was single dealing parents. with before. Yeah. Because before there wasn't a little child involved. Yeah. Now she realizes that that is the most important thing in her life, and that and that is the hardest decision for her to walk away from that comfort to be an independent woman. This is this is I truly believe the most boss ass bitch that she has been. Yes. And I take my hat off to her. I am also a little upset about how the season comes about, you know? And she yeah, openly and apologized I, I to you and me about... She openly apologized to you... <laughs> openly apologized to you and me about the season of what was... Because it was how she was feeling at it the time. It was a lot it of projection. projection. Definitely. And I get projection, but I just don't want to... I don't want to... What you said was very rude. And literally, if rude. you guys listened to that podcast, this I was rude. clip that I just played, it cut off a little. I literally... Wrap up. I was like, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Tap In with Harry Jowsey. We're going to wrap this episode up. It wasn't even my show, and I was trying to wrap up the conversation because I felt so uncomfortable. And just I like apologize it was rude. because it was rude. And I'm, I, I can be accountable for my own actions, and I am accountable for my actions. That was rude. 
but I also feel Lala's been rude towards you. Absolutely. And I know, but I know she's going through a lot of things. <sighs> okay. That's that. I, and I That's apologize that. for that comment because I was also rude to you that day. I don't know what was up my ass that day. Yeah, you called me a homewrecking whore. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> I love you so much, honey. And it was my, my delivery sucks. It sucks so bad. Sucks. So I promise you guys. And even I sometimes I know I apologize. on this show, people feel like you cut me off, you talk down to me, and I'm like... It's not like it's like right. that all the time. You're just very opinionated. And, and I agree with you're them. You're not American. I just, I just cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with them. And guys, I promise you, 2022, I'm going to learn to keep my mouth a little bit shut. And, Ooh, and, and that's new. I want to hear more and listen more before I kind of speak. So you know what's the crazy thing about 2022? Is if you say it, 2020, T-O-O, like it's 2020 also. 2022 get it babe there was like this you coming at me with grandma right now no i'm just saying like <laughs> like it's like 2020 repeating itself now omicron and all of this is like oh it's 2020 again also 2022 uh, get it okay 2022 reference yeah. got it check <laughs> ariana posted that i thought it was clever oh, mom joke mom joke anyway. so yeah sorry for that <laughs> podcast people i upset some people and some things i say i promise i will be better yeah, at it, it just, i'm not a public speaker let's be no, very very clear definitely i have not. no idea how i made it through this season without saying some dumb shit well you did say some dumb shit yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but some dumb shit that you didn't say that some other people said, I do want to clear up. And I want to ask you a few questions that I obviously know the answer to, but based on all of the comments I've seen this week, I feel like you just unfortunately need to explain yourself a little more. All right, hit me. So the main question that came through in so many different ways was, how can Brock afford the engagement ring with child support problems? Another one said, why did he expect everyone to pay for your wedding but him? It was just, there was a lot of the same question worded differently. I think, I, okay, this. So, first of all, you made it clear that you owe 20 plus thousand U.S. You said this on the show. I owed more, but it, that's support. what I owed now. That right. was what I owed when I said that at the reunion, actually. Yes. Yes. Okay. You are making your payments. You know, I'm not even going to speak for you. I'm going to let you answer this. So how long have you There's been... There's three questions. Yeah. How do I afford the ring? Guys, oh, it was Chang. a really great <laughs> ring. Kyle Chang gave me a great deal. And I do have credit in this country. Not a lot, but I got some credit. Okay? And as you saw on the show, I leveraged that. I'm not the most wealthiest guy out there. I don't but even I'm think you've not... seen you getting the ring yet. I don't even know if that was in the last episode. I think it was at the end of it, right? It's in the next one. Yeah. Anyway, anyway you'll see that happen. credit card. <laughs> Boom. Credit helped me out with that one. Great deal. My child support issue, and this is, this is a big one because I don't want to have any excuses about this. When I separated from my ex and when, when we went our separate ways and I had no access to the kids, I was younger and I just assumed... She's taking my rights away. I don't need to continue my side of the payment, which was sending her money, which even was though I wasn't it? doing it well off anyway. Yeah. It wasn't doing a good job. Yeah. During our time of being separated, she then applied for child support. Not a problem. Perfect. Child support didn't have my contact information until I went back to Australia in 2019, which was the first time I went back home. Okay, so you're telling me that people are actually supposed to believe that for years you didn't know you had to pay child support. Like, honey, you're not dumb. I'm not dumb. I was ignorant. Because I didn't have access to yeah. the kids, I felt like, well, if she's taking that away from me, why do I need to make 
Well, because there was only agreement between me and her. Mm-hmm. When she when she took the kids and restricted my access, she then applied for child support. I wasn't mm-hmm. involved in that conversation, so it just started. Is child support? I don't honestly. I don't even know how child support in America works. I don't know how it works in Australia, but is it where the government? pays the woman or the man or whoever's requesting the child support and you pay back the government are you paying her directly it's an agreement where the government supports low-income houses or people that need help they go ahead and help single moms okay or, or low-income earners and then it's the parent's responsibility to re- my responsibility to repay the government for supporting that but she was always taken care of by the government once, no, once we stopped talking. Right. Once she restricted my access, then she went. Because I also wasn't, during that time, I was bad at making payments to her. Mm-hmm. She would ask for nothing, like 150 bucks, and I wouldn't reply to her. Asshole. I was an asshole. So after the fact, she was claiming, which was perfect. There's no response. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Then when I got back from Australia, when I went there, it kind of kickstarted them because they had all my information. Now they found out where I lived because of my entry and re-entry. When you went back, back in 2019, in, okay. and they contacted me three mm-hmm. months later. Three months later, they contacted me, and I, I know, it wasn't even. Th- it was like five months later because it was middle of the pandemic. Right. They reached out to me. I remember this. And, and I was like, "Yeah, look, I'm not gonna lie. Didn't realize this was a thing. This is embarrassing, and I want to make my plan come up with a payment plan because mm-hmm. I don't owe my ex that money." I owe the government because they've paid it over the years. That's what I'm Plus saying. Penalties. So she was taken care of by the government. Yeah. So I agreed. I made a payment plan in the middle of 2019. They had to evaluate my situation with all my pay stubs and my tax fine years. That took about four months because it's international. And then going into the beginning of 2020, I started mm-hmm. making my monthly payments mm-hmm. and some on a payment plan to pay back. So since then. So why we- not just take a chunk and pay it all off? Because I'm not paying all the money to my child. This is not the reason why I don't see my kids. It's just a respect thing to my ex is the reason why I haven't seen my kids yet. So, I, But why, she did say to catch up on child support. 100%. And once you catch up on child support, then you would have access to them. So I think a lot of people want to know, why are you spending money on an engagement ring, a proposal, a surprise wedding, and all of these things, instead of taking that money, putting it towards your kids so you can see them sooner? Because there is an end game here, whereas me selling, my, selling our gyms, mm-hmm. And me getting lump sums there, those funds will be applied. I don't want to use okay. your money. I don't want to use it. And I'm not loaded. So financially for me, I made the decisions for the season to purchase your ring on credit. I made the decisions to have a rooftop wedding, which was sub $10,000 with all the catering and the venue. But it turned into more because it had no licensing. Right. So then when they said, look, we don't have the right permit in here, but you can pay 20 grand for our permit. I was like, well, that's, that's not what that's I That's ridiculous. I, that's not going to yeah. happen. And so I understand the concerns. But know that financially, I have been in a position now where I can make better decisions and really be accountable for what I need to be doing. And I apologize that everyone that's upset with me, I'm upset with myself. Yeah. No, I just, I saw a lot of comments. And it's fine because another thing, guys, and this is understandably, we've been in the pandemic. So for me to go back home right now, I can't see my kids yet. I need to talk to my ex. Mm -hmm. I need to talk to her step, their kid's dad. And we need to start a relationship before I even have access to my kids. Yeah, it's not like you just go back and like pop in to see them. Hi, how you doing? No, it's I'm going to work on my payments, which I've been doing since the beginning Mm -hmm. of 2020. And that was before filming started. So when this narrative of me being like, I understand that the frustration and pain that you guys all have because I was a deadbeat person. I'm accountable for that. I don't have excuses or buts. I'm telling you guys... Before we started filming, I was never been in a better place. It took me a couple of years. I got cut from football when I came over here. 2018, built up a gym, so I was in the negative. 2019 was our year, my year financially, to really be a man and step up. 
Mm-hmm. Pan- even through a pandemic, I did that. And moving forward, I'm going to continue to do that. So it frustrates me when people talk to me about money, especially people that have abundance of it. Because I never raised, was never raised rich. I was never raised average. I was raised below government funding houses. Like, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like another thing. Like, I don't, want ex- I don't have excuses, but my environment that I was raised in, you don't, you don't get Range Rovers. I already said this. You don't have any yeah. of that. So I apologize for how I treat other people. I am very hard with people, very mm-hmm. brushed with people because it's how I, I came up in that hard environment. Yeah. And it's not an excuse. I'm just apologizing for my actions of 2021. Yeah. Okay. Is that kind of rap- does that, did think, you get no, it? No, I think so. I just, yeah, I think a, a lot of people wanted to know, you know, why are you not flying to Australia right now? And people aren't realizing, like, the borders aren't open. There is still a two-week quarantine. And with these new variants and with everything going on with COVID right now, sure, you can get there, quarantine for two weeks, and try to do whatever you can while you're there. But there's also a chance that then the borders close again and you can't leave. It's, and can I be honest? But for everyone on the podcast and you, honey, it's not even the fact of COVID right now because I think right now we're going to hopefully we get out of this soon. It is the re- actual reality that I need to build up a relationship, a respectful relationship with my ex and of course, her partner. And this show, does, this show doesn't fuck. This show didn't help that relationship. No, of course not. Okay. We were on rocky terms. Having my daughter namesake after that on more rocky terms. Like I rocked the shit out of this boat. So I care about you guys opinions i do i generally do it hurts it reminds me every day but the biggest reminder is the fact that i don't get to talk to my two kids so thank you for like keeping me in check i'll do myself that as well but if you want any more questions hopefully i answered it like i'm not just trying to skive off people what was the other one the wedding oh well there that gets were complicated a lot like m and m mommy wants to know what was the real reason you didn't get married right after the proposal so we there had was this a permitting issue yeah so we had this event issue. and then three days before the event we found out that this bar turned into a rooftop cinema actually didn't have the correct permits mm-hmm. so because of that production went to go pull filming permits from the city Notify me that, hey, actually, that venue isn't cleared. We can't do it. I uh, panicked a little bit. I was like, that's right. I can figure this out. Because that venue had catering sorted, the bar sorted, seating, all of it. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. And like I said, financially, it wasn't a strain. I'm not rich, guys. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Okay? So then I went to Randall the second time to be like, and la la. And I was like, guys, the property just fell, pulled out. Like, I just lost the venue. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't this three-day, four-day fucking wedding thing. I had the idea of the wedding before I even set up with Randall. You have to talk with production to clear these things. Yeah. I had it set up. And so for the narrative to be like, Brock's just trying to like, yeah, I was trying to force it after that. Once that venue fell through... I had whispers in my ear saying, you got to do this. And I really wanted to do it this season because we never know the future of the show. And I really wanted to show you guys that, you know what? Sheena has got a genuine man and I genuinely love the fuck out of you. And I really Aww. wanted people to see that. And, and I love you these next that. three episodes, I'm so embarrassed because I really just was Ooh, figuring out a way to go there yet. and figuring we'll, it out, guys. We'll get into that after that airs. We'll come back in a few weeks and revisit those conversations. But... I think that was another thing people were wondering was like, why the rush? And it's like, well, we're only filming for so long. And I understand why you did want to do that while we were filming for the show. That was, yeah, that was the first time I felt the pressure. The first one was when I brought you not a shining gift for the, your birthday. And then this time was, is this what I need to do? Like, we, know what, we might not get another season and I've never filmed before. So, and so 
I let that get into my head a lot. And then on top of that, a little bit of just determination didn't doesn't sit well with you guys, I promise you. And I'm I understand. <laughs> uh, and all I can do is say it's 2021, moving on to 2022. I apologize. Yeah. Well, when you say you felt pressure to like get me a certain present because like we were filming, I didn't need a big present. I know I that. I know, but you said you felt pressured to. And that's why you didn't give me my gift on camera. I brought you, a, I named you, I named you a star. It was the most meaningful, like thoughtful present I think I've ever been given. I understand I mean, that, it was but amazing. I, I, that's something I've was... always wanted and no one's ever listened enough yeah. to get it for me. And when I was like, oh my God, you listened. You're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I told you, this is something I always wanted. You're like, no, you didn't. And I'm like... Oh my God, maybe yeah, you I told just, another boyfriend. I that just, one. Well, I told a lot of boyfriends that <laughs> one. <laughs> no one ever listened. So I just assumed that you finally listened, but you, you said I never even mentioned that. You just knew. I, yeah, I you tried, know me I so tried well. to not, I tried to get, take this season on, first year into it, to just do what I would respect. Because if I saw it on camera, regardless how it gets edited, I'll respect it. Mm -hmm. And here I am trying to like explain the edit, but <laughs> <sighs> okay. I respect so. it. Gloria underscore 1528 wants to know why spin it as a surprise wedding when it wasn't. So I want to address this. When you and I had a conversation about getting engaged, getting married, I mean, we've had several. Because I wanted to know your must-haves. Like, all right, if this was an option, and Sheena said, it's right. not an option. I okay. Was like, but let's be real. So when we had the conversation, he was like, what if one day when I propose to you, we just get married right on the spot and turn it into a shotgun wedding? And I was like, <laughs> hell no, absolutely not. And he's like, what? Why? And I'm like, no, 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 do not do that. First of all, I was super struggling with my body image. Nothing was fitting me right. I was like, I'm not trying to get married right now. Like, I probably shouldn't have even worn the crop top when I wore the crop top because I wasn't in the best shape then. I'm not trying to... Wear the crop top, honey. You are perfect. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm like, I'm not trying to get married married when I'm not feeling my best I would want hair and makeup there I would want to make sure like these specific friends who aren't on the show are there I would want someone who knows us and loves us to marry us like there was just there were so many things and he was like yeah what else what else what else and I gave him so many things that I was like he's never going to be able to pull this off and mm -hmm. had shit with the permits not happened i think you would have been able to pull it off so this was this was how this surprise it was not a surprise but it was a surprise because this wasn't just a spur of the moment thing guys this is before the season started i was going through and i was just asking just vetting her i said what if why no tell me why no and she goes because of these and these were her must-haves and i was like okay what are they pretty much the dress the makeup the family the loved ones and then that will be okay which it again it's not okay because i was just forcing this issue <laughs> Anyway, that is how Sheena never knew about it because I continually just asked her and kept it very casual. And then I was like, perfect. I have all of this. I have her dress because she purchased a dress for an event it or was, for a reunion, right? Yeah, it was either for an interview look for this season, for a reunion, for Watch What Happens Live, or hey, if he actually does try to pull off this shotgun wedding, I have a cream slash white dress. That would be perfect, which is the dress that I put on in the photo to announce our engagement. Perfect. That was the dress I had. So that dress <laughs> was at her mom's house. Yeah. So Sheena would never know when it would be on location. No. I had the, I, the, the visionary of this, which I think I've gone over it already, was movie premiere. Movie premiere starts. And that was the reason why I asked Randall for his help. It was because I needed him 
To, it was such a good cover, honey. Yeah. I had no clue. I was like, so uh, for me, I've been to many screenings and many premieres in my life. Screenings usually are more casual. Like it's just a chill night. The premiere is like the red carpet, the all of that. So oh, we were going that. to Randall's premiere the following Monday. And I already had glam set up. I had a dress. Like I knew it was red carpet, all of that. So I'm like, why is he having a screening? I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe because we're filming this week. We're going to be wrapped by next week. He wants to get the movie on the show. I don't know. So I guess it makes sense for Randall to have a screening and a premiere. But I'm like, I'm not getting, like, glam for the screening when we had, like, your home body shoot. Like, I had so many things I already needed glam for that week. I was like, I'm not getting glam for the screening. He was like, no, like, he's trying to scramble. Like, wait, how am I going to convince her she needs to get glam? He's like, well, you know, it's Randall. Like, he goes big. Like, he's having one of those repeat carpet things. And I was like, oh, a step and repeat. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's getting photographers. And I'm like... Okay, well, shit. If Step like, and repeat. That's yeah, it. I was like, well, if Getty Images is going to be there, then yeah, I guess I am going to need to step it up. So I'll see if Marine's available. And of course, Marine was available because Brock already spoke to her about <sighs> my glam. How she was going to talk me out of doing a high pony, I still haven't figured that one I out. I didn't even think about that. She had a plan. She had a plan. I was like, I wouldn't have wanted to get married in like a high pony. How are you going to talk me out of it? She's like, oh, I had this look. I was going to like convince you. I love that. To do. So. That was how I had no clue. And it wasn't until we're at the Give Them Lala event and I overhear Brock talking to Schwartz and Schwartz is like, oh, he's like, Randall's screening just got canceled. And I hear Brock go, well, it wasn't really the screening. It was going to be our wedding. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. I know. Look. It was, but I had no idea. So it was a surprise. Yes, I had a dress because I had had five dresses. I had two in white. Well, I had one white. One cream, a brown, a blue, and a red. I had all these dresses for interview looks, reunion options, and Watch What Happens Live. So that's why I already had the dress. The dress, the venue, the time, it all was there. And then it didn't work out. And then I was grasping at straws the next day. I did not expect Lala's assistant or Lala to front up any money. She texted me about certain things, which was step and repeats Mm -hmm. and all of this. And I was like, well, I don't even have a venue yet. And then that day after I saw them, I saw them in the morning. I went to go look at these venues. I found one, and then they finally were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is perfect. And then they go, hey, we can't staff it because it was 4th of July. Mm-hmm. It was the day before 4th of July. Yeah. And so at that point, I was like, you know what? This isn't what I want. And I pulled the pin. And I pulled the pin, and I was like, I so will talk to Lala. So is that why you didn't respond to her assistant yeah, when she asked Yeah, because I know. I, 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 yeah. A, I'm bad at communication. <laughs> I would look at my phone. I got so like 80 text messages. messages. It's because ridiculous. I'm like, I'll handle it later. Meaning I went to see Lala and Randall. I said, look, guys, the venue was going to be 20 grand for their own permit. I'm not paying that. And at that point, I generally pulled I the plug. Would, oh, my God. I'm so glad you didn't even start to like try to put that on credit or anything because that would never be what I wanted. Honey, and you knew that. You, you know who I am. Okay. I know. The fact that people want to talk to me about financial problems and I can't handle money. Yeah, I never was raised with money, but I've spent the last four years outside of being an athlete trying to accumulate funds working and money your ass off. and working. So, yeah, you're right. I didn't suck a dick for a Range Rover and live in the Hollywood Hills. No, you're right. I didn't. And, I, and I'm <laughs> sick of this narrative of all these women thinking that, oh, you should be better with your money and you should do this and you should do this. You should worry about your relationship. I will worry about my relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because I never had a comment on this. Never did. Yeah. Because it was their relationship. So, anyway. Shelby G. Taylor wants to know if I was disappointed the surprise proposal and wedding fell through. So initially, 
I was because I was like, damn, like the way explain how you wanted to do it. Because once I heard all of this and I was like, oh, I can pay. I'm a very visual person. If I read a book, I can just envision it. So when he explained okay. how he wanted it to be, my heart broke a little. Well, I'm I was like, break down damn, that would have been so good. Randall's movie premiere. Everyone rocks up in full glam, step and repeat red carpet. And we go to this rooftop and there's a movie premiere. There's kind of the seats. We sit at the front on the right hand side. And the movie premiere starts. Randall has his talk. Movie premiere starts. And then 20 seconds into the movie premiere, it burns out on film. Mm -hmm. And then our love story comes up and our movie of our life, because we've vlogged it all on your YouTube. Yeah. That comes up how we met, where we went to, the festivals, the parties, the baby, the love. The, that was our new story. Our love story was going to play. And then I was going to get up in front of everybody because everyone would be like, wait, because no one fucking knew. Right. They'd be like, wait, what is this? And then I would have proposed in front of the movie premiere and on my knee. And then if you were to say yes. Obviously. Spoke to Sandoval, what he was going <laughs> to do. What if I said no? <laughs> uh, We've been rough. But Sandoval was down to kind of like, ordain it right mm -hmm. so he was gonna as you said yes we're gonna pull the screen up and he was gonna be behind it with the whole front altar oh. and all that and then at the back of the walk down the cinema at the back of it was gonna be marine set up for your hair and makeup with your dress and like your little well, makeup i should have already been hair and makeup ready for the step in maybe yeah like I, 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 touch ups that, that's whatever that's your makeup that's not yeah, yeah I, that was a small thing i overlooked <laughs> <laughs> and that, and then and then it turned in rolled the red to white and it was going to be that and then when i spoke to randall about the idea he was like this is great and then he added his $20 into it. It wasn't even two cents. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. But I was like, yeah, cool. Like whatever gets us moving because I need to make this work. And I lost the vision as we were trying. And I told Lala Randall that. And I said, look, it is what it is. It wasn't until like two days later when I explained it to, and I love you, Ariana, so much. She was like, don't give up on this. <laughs> and Lala, that's make the second time this season I was influenced. And then <laughs> welcome these next couple of episodes. But Look, it is what it is. And I'm, and I'm actually glad it didn't happen like that because you do deserve more. And I was making out as if you deserve this, but you deserve more. And I promise. Bali, I, baby. We, we just hired our wedding planner. We did. Shout out Ooh. to Shelby Owens down here in San Diego with Simply Classic Events Wedding. She is amazing. I'm so excited that we have a wedding planner. Guys, I hired a wedding planner, okay? And we were a year out from planning. Yeah. She's great. I look forward to surprising Sheena and doing all of the good stuff. But we're excited. So excited. We've. Uh, it's like I'm so excited, but then it also stresses me out. Because now we have to like really make our invite list and get... All of this in order. Let's just finish 2021. Turn the corner. Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> turn the corner. And then we'll, we'll, we can focus on those. We've got plenty of time. You know, it's been a crazy year for everybody. How crazy, you know. And, and you know what reminds me of that? Like, we are in a, have so blessed this, this summer. Yeah. And, I, and I'm so annoyed that I disappoint people with my actions. I apologize because there are worse people and there are, there are people in worse positions, worse positions. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I let you guys down. Well, you haven't let me down, honey. I think you are amazing. And I love you so much. I will work on your delivery. My <laughs> <laughs> delivery is huge. 
All right. Well, I want to wrap this podcast up saying goodbye, 2021. Hello, 2022. What is one New Year's resolution that you have, my love? Other than being better with your delivery. Being better with my delivery. <laughs> yeah, I've got my personal goals are written down. And one of them is listen more, speak less. Mm -hmm. But next year, we've got a couple of one-year goals and long-term goals. But next year is to is to finally receive a, a full salary yeah through homebody um we've got a couple of goals through that by hitting our next raise through the middle of the year and that's my main focus right now is really homebody full force and really being more attentive to yourself and to people by listening more and speaking less this is gonna be fucking hard yeah this is gonna be very hard cut that if and out yeah. Right, that's another that's one. That's another one. That's another one, actually. You know what, guys? My yeah. short-term goal is to watch my delivery and listen more, speak less, cuss a lot less. Yeah. Look, guys. You're going to be putting money in that swear have, jar the older she gets. Or her look, first word is going to be, fuck, 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 It won't be that. Oh, what is this? Chicken running around the house? It would not be that because I will be better. Okay. I will be a lot better because, you know what? I am a representation of our family. Yes. And I want to be better because I have spent my 20s kind of just floating around and I really look forward to my 30s of really just delivering and setting a bar, my own standard. And you guys can keep me accountable. That's the best part about having everybody here with their opinions. Yeah. I enjoy them. And you know what? Sometimes they're valid because I have been a dick because I was hurt this season of how I went on a national television show and I had to talk about the hardest things I've had to deal with. Yeah, I mean, you really got initiated full force. Like, it was, oh. yeah, there was no foreplay. It was just <laughs> straight to it. There's no lube at all. <laughs> all right. Anyway, honey, well, what's your New Year's resolution? Give me a short term and a long term. I guess they kind of go hand in hand, but I just want to be the best mom I can be. I really want to work on my fears. I'm trying to not worry every day that something's gonna happen to her like I really want to be better about that and I don't know how it can be I just want to focus on her and all the good and not what could go wrong honey I love you we will do that together we'll figure out a way to help you get through that yeah. I promise I just I want to be the best mom to her you, I want to you, you are above the best That's I, the, I, I promise pumping milk for her as you know three more months I got it so um, that's my goal. Yeah. And I, I really want to kick ass in the gym. I want to get back to our workouts. We got a treadmill up here that I don't run or walk on as much as I should. We just moved down here. You yeah. said this yourself. And I, I actually commented and you're like, well, we just moved here. And I agree. I yeah. think once we, we get down to get here back for the in summer, our swing of things. it's the winter, but it's our beach house for the winter. <laughs> I think when we have our three months down, yeah. we get to really focus on being us. And I think this is great for us as a family. We have to start the new year together. Yeah. Down here. And listen, honey, you bring so much light to my life and I love you so much. I and Summer you. does too. You are, you are the perfect balance of me and you for her. Thanks, honey. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye, 2021. 2021. Hello, 2022. It's been real. Yes. We will be back next week with my little Bambi princess, Raquel. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Sheena Shea. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy, I'ma make you mine.